Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your host, Trent, Sunday, 9 o'clock, WBT. We right here. The one day I got to get out of here in a timely fashion, you're late. I was seven minutes late, man. No, you were seven minutes late when I called you. But I, I got a hop, skip, and a You jump. were apologizing because you couldn't make it to lunch. <laughs> seven minutes late for the radio show. Man, I get dialed in on something. Like, lunch was it's an hard hour to... and seven minutes ago, dude. Yeah. What's up with that? You got to hang out with Ron Lovelace a little bit more. Well, I, I got to get out of here because I get to go meet David Greer. I'm getting my oyster cooker that he got made for Very me. nice. Very nice. Inflation's in effect. That's good. He, what he told me it was going to cost, and I said do it, and what it c- cost is triple. Did he? Wow. <laughs> but he didn't make it. He just, uh, he's the messenger. I don't like when people get on me for being the messenger. So I try to give grace. I think he's got a middleman markup on that thing. If he don't, I'm just if he don't, it's his own fault. No, he doesn't, man. He doesn't have a markup yeah, I'm on joking. that. He has a friend hang out. Yeah. Take me to play golf sometime, buddy, buddy. Hey, 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 Mark up. He's a good dude. He's been on the show before. He is a good dude. Yeah. I got his hat. BWF. <laughs> you know what's funny? Dang. What is the last time he was on the show, I was also, I was real late. Again? That was my that was my other time. I'm noticing a trend, TJ. That was my other the time. The guy can't make it on time. That was my other time. I was busy. <laughs> You're always busy, Patrick. I try to try to be as productive as I can. They, you know, in our business, they say I'm busy as a one-armed paper hanger. <laughs> I'm not that busy. That sounds that sounds hard. That'd be tough. That'd be real tough. That's what David Attell is one of my favorite comedians ever. He said, "Hey, you ever want to know the fastest way somewhere?" He said, "Ask the one-legged man." <laughs> <laughs> you know he's gonna be efficient. He's efficient. <laughs> That's person. right. That's right. He isn't taking short. He'll hop his little tail. The right way. He does not take the road less traveled. <laughs> and he isn't going over real big obstacles either. <laughs> Got to watch out for those logs. Really? Where'd y'all have lunch? At Legion, across the street. Next door. It was great. That place is the Didn't get wonderful. to see Phil, Phil Bushy, but... Uh, Got to introduce uh, our guest, Ron Lovelace. Got to introduce him to an establishment on the West, West Moorhead Corridor. He said, he said his dad... Worked 30 years at Radiator Specialty. I'm talking behind his back. And no joke. you never would stop on West Moorhead. <laughs> never. Out of the safety of your life. Radiator Specialty. They make the best wrench. The plumbers love It's a 710, if I remember right. Uh, people would come in uh, when I went back at the Ferguson days. I remember I was telling you about that. I sent you a picture of their yellow handled. And it's a, it's a tongue and groove uh, plier, really, is what it is. And those things, man, I don't know what it was, but people love those. Don't give me a channel lock. Give me a radiator specialty 710. You know, it's all about leverage. And when that back part of that wrench hits that flat part, boom, get that thing loose. And now I cannot hear 
that was a loud boom. Well, I hope y'all like it while you ride down the road. That's it. You like you think if people like what well, I don't think people really want to hear booms. When I always down talk the road. about this. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, yeah. I think it was Kevin. Kevin White, yeah, yeah from Charlotte County. Yeah. Talking about workforce development. Talking about now when 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 the old school guy, the the senior guy, would tell me to go get a tool, I'd bring back ten tools because I was guessing you in didn't the know van was. Yeah. or in the truck or whatever. Now you got an iPhone, you run around the corner and you say yes, sir. You run around the corner and you Google what a seven ten wrench is. You don't even have to for do radiator that. specialty. You you go and pick the right thing. Check this out. Hey Siri. Boom. Oh, I don't, I'm, I'm still old school. I have not adapted to talking to Siri. No AI and no AI in the Hastings. Reagan house? actually ha- Reagan actually has gotten me because when we would ride down the road or when we do ride down That's the road, good. I'm like, hey, text text Patrick and tell him this. And I kind of like it because I get to bounce stuff off of her, and she tells me how I'm, I'm grammatically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> she said we're going to start doing text to talk to text. Yeah, I'm going to teach you this. I said, Siri doesn't understand my voice. And she's like, no, Siri will adapt to your redneck butt. We were actually having a conversation about your grammatically correctness uh, when you weren't even around. Who? I can't tell you that. Who are you with? I think Dave McGuire and I were talking about it. Wow. Wow. Uh, well, we were mentioning on some of the stuff that you used to write back in the day that we, you know, I mean, Reagan might have had a hand in making sure it was looking good before you, before you published it. Really? <laughs> well, I sent an I sent an update on I sent an update on on a, on a real estate investment that we have. You received this update. I sent this update, and one of our really good friends, uh, I won't say his name, he's a real estate guy, got the update because he he's a, he's an investor in this deal, and and I said he said man the update's great, and I said well that's cool that's great, and he's like man you're so funny, and I was like what are you talking about? He said. <laughs> You just how you say things, and I said, "Well, I don't understand what you're." I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? He's like, "No." Nah. He's like, nah. "I was like, is something bad? Did I say something bad?" He's like, "No, no, no. It's all good." He's like, "You just type the way you talk." And I told my wife, I was like, "Hey, if that's what I'm being criticized for, jeez." <laughs> I mean, you be it's what right. you get, dog. I mean, I don't understand right. what I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to change the way that I communicate when I type in versus talking. I, mean, I really don't understand that. Ron Lovelace over here shaking his head. He's, he's got a, a he's he got understands. A poop, he's got a poop grin on his face. I mean, I'm telling you, yeah, he gets it. He's an attorney, bad to the bone. I can't wait to. I can, and and I'm gonna tell you. The way I know Ron Lovelace is he's a wonderful, wonderful client of the Roby family of companies and of Andrew Roby. And our model is if we got great clients that, that are movers and shakers, then let's take them out. Let's do something with them, introduce them. Maybe I can become their friend. And, and Ron and I, I think it was three years ago or so, uh, hung out. And, uh, and and we've become such good friends so fastly that that we've kind of even skipped over a lot of the business history and that's what's the good thing about the radio is you get to learn about people's life you get to learn it's like speed dating so i can't wait to hear what ron lovelace he hails from the mill hill in gasson county on the on the east side of gasson county i think you from the east side you're gonna shake your head all right 
Ron Lovelace, when we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Patrick, I must say, I'm so glad you made it to the show. You're going to you're not, you're gonna, gonna rib me on this all the time, the whole day? At at one at one oh three at one oh three you apologized via text that you couldn't come to lunch at twelve. <laughs> and that and was said, that was the biggest sin. And yeah. I, I didn't lunch. see I, his I know, it sounds like it. I didn't see his uh his truck in the parking lot. I'm like, uh, where are you at? He's like, I'm in knee deep in these paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I get dialed in on something like so, that. So I got to get Ron closer to the microphone. He likes to laugh and fade away. Uh, okay, Ron, fade away. The like Penny Hardaway. You the said way I the way I was introduced to you, you were a client of ours, and Rob Presley with Mecca, the Presley family. Rob's been on the show before, and he's been on the show. His brother, patriarchs of real estate in West Charlotte and South End, and in Belmont, and in Bel- yeah. So there you go. And he told me that I needed to meet you, that you were the man. Oh, dear. He said, and, and what resonates with me is is he kept saying how much you were self-made and how much of a hustler you were. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You see me hustle after some bad shots on the <laughs> golf course, if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> but he, just ta- he, was, he was just so proud of who you are. And how far you've come, hailing, hailing, you know, from, with coming from a blue collar family in, in in Millville. You know, I uh, I used to think that I came from nothing, and I've, I've, as I've gotten older, I've realized that I came from everything that mattered. Amen. Um, I mean, I had two parents that had incredible confidence in me and tried to give me incredible confidence. They loved me unconditionally, did everything they could, yeah, uh, to to make sure that I had uh, all the opportunity to succeed, and then it was on me to try to try to make the most of it um you can't ask for more than that and I, I struggle sometimes to live up to that standard myself as a dad so um we didn't have a lot of money but we had everything that mattered money money is just a tool it's one it's one tool in your toolbox that's exactly right you know sometimes that pipe wrench is a little more valuable than money <laughs> no, that's really that's really well said i mean i think that's uh we're, we're coming up on the season of giving and th- thanksgiving and all that stuff and i mean that, you're, you're right i mean be thankful for for what you have i mean that, that's that's a pretty powerful message. It is, and you know, I think that one of the things I've, I've had people say, "What are you proud of?" What are, you know, I, I don't know that I I would say I'm proud of anything that I've done. I'm proud of my friends, though. I've got some incredible people that I've met along uh, the journey that I've been on in my life. You guys are two of them, uh, and it's it's pretty exceptional to me that I've got people with such a wide ranging background yeah. uh, from all walks of life, and it really has made my life worth living and, and rich. No, we got to hang out. You and I spent a whole day together. Uh, got about a month ago, I guess it was. Uh, maybe not that long ago. And and I really gleaned off of you. And I know Trent has as well. And and, and just just your 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 wisdom um, in, in in how you communicate and how you carry yourself. I think I was very it's impressed. A, it's just I, I hope people. Th- I think Ron and I are very similar. We're just who we are. Yeah. I mean, what we do for a living and and and. and how we how we move up in the business world is is one thing, but but it better all stem off of how we treat people and who we hang out with and and what we do. We're, I mean, we're, we're hard workers. We got that covered. <laughs> yeah. Got got to have that, and then just be authentic. 
And, you know, I find as, as I've gotten older, there's, there's fewer and fewer people that are authentic. So when you find folks that are, uh, I tend to, to uh, glom so, on pretty so hard. So Reagan, Reagan, God bless her soul, my wife, uh, doesn't really need to meet too many more of my new friends when they come along. <laughs> and frankly, I'm, I'm not even trying to meet new friends technically, you know, but, but, you, but, but the God, God blesses us with good people. And and shame on you if you don't accept and interact, right? No, that's exactly right. It's the people uh, that have made my career worth having, that have made my my life worth living, whether it be my family, my two kids, uh, my my parents, and my friends. Uh, that's the best part of life. Well, well, Ron, tell us kind of what you do when you're uh, when you're not out making friends with folks. What uh, what do you do from your, your nine to five? And then that's I know you does. You're, yeah, well, <laughs> relationships are important with anything. But uh, I know you're involved in a ton of different stuff. But maybe you can kind of give us a a look into a day of the life. Yeah, so I, I'm an attorney by trade. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> no, Easy, don't don't choke too hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not, I tell people that I'm not a real lawyer. I've never been to yeah, court. You said that to um, me before. Yeah, yeah I'm. Uh, I, I'm a deal lawyer. I grew up uh, in the early 2000s uh, in Charlotte when it was uh, just really a banking hub, uh, maybe even more so than it is now. So I grew up at a firm called Moore and Van Allen, and uh, oh, yeah. for the first probably 10, 15 years of my career, that was all encompassing. It was a uh, you know 6 a.m. until midnight or later every day including weekends um but I, I think that what that's enabled me to do in addition to providing a life for my family uh and and meeting cool people like like you guys it's enabled me now to kind of uh join some organizations and give back a little bit yeah um so i've been actively involved in the boys and girls club in gaston county which means a lot to me you've got kids there that uh have a background similar to the one that i had working hard to make something of themselves i love that um, you got the Shield Museum uh, in, in Gaston County and just a, a Belmont Trolley where I've worked with Rob Presley uh, on that to, to bring his name back up. And, and that's uh, been very rewarding to me as I've gotten more uh, senior and older. I've had more time for that. Well, I, you know, I think Trent says this a lot. So, you, I mean, I want to I go back to you saying, hey, I work from 6 a.m. to midnight, even during the weekend, when early in your career. And I've, I've heard Trent say this a million times to, to young people. It's like, the time when you're in your 20s or when you're just out of school is the time to put your head down and work. And it, you're proof that that – You got to. That's what ends you up happening. I mean, we talk about I got a – now I got friends that are our age, you know, in their 40s or yeah. what have you, and and they want to make a leap and and they think they deserve this level. It's like you, you can't jump the guys and the ladies that have started where they needed to start – and put that time in and bloody that nose because they hit it on the on the hardwood floor. No, the um, it, to succeed at anything in life, usually you have to beat somebody else. And in order to do that, that's uh, what I tell my kids all the time. You've got to be willing to do what other people are not willing to do. Uh, and it, it's not uh, an egalitarian system. It's not you know who deserves it more. It's who's earned it and who's put themselves in a position. And you've got to go grab it. So that's what I tell my kids all the time. You got to you have to go make it for yourself. But you got but but there's a point in time. There's one in one million that doesn't have to work the fourteen, twenty, eighteen hours a day, whatever. Didn't don't feel guilty when they try to go home after fourteen hours. I mean that was my deal. I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to go home and feel feel okay with myself yeah well it, it becomes a, a lifestyle and a mindset it's and a lifestyle you yeah. you create it and, yeah. it and it's where you get your happiness and and you get your feathers fluttered 
Well, you invest you invest early on for something later on. I think that's I think that's what you were saying, Patrick. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, we, we, you got to do what you got to do in order to do what you want to do. And that Jimmy Adams, Jimmy, check I, the Jimmy Adams show out. I mean, that I, I say that all the time. After hearing him say that, just made it so. Yeah. I knew. Yeah, he's a YPO buddy of ours from Virginia. His featherlight coaches. He said his daddy always told him, "You got to do what you got to do before you do what you want to do." Exactly right. Isn't that right? Exactly right. And it's hard. It's hard because people see us twenty, twenty-five years in these these younger folks, and they go, "Oh, that's that's who I want to be." And you say, "Okay, well, if you want to be this, you get, you got to go into this doldrum of heck for a couple decades." <laughs> you, you do, and there's no guarantee that even if you do that, you're going to succeed. Right. Uh, Amen. That, but that's the that's the price of admission for. And it's really not. It's not about the money. It, it's about the ceiling. About the feeling of uh, accomplishment. And self-worth. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that if I could give to anybody, especially my children, I try to give them that, the feeling that they have done something themselves, and that's worth more than money. You, you make a good point there. It reminds me of something that I, I, we, I love Dabo Sweeney. I know, you know Trent oh, really? leans Who on him it? a little bit, too. Who for, is Dabo? But he, he always says to these players, you know, the second, third stringers, like, hey, you got to be prepared for the job, even if you never get it. But be ready for it and be prepared for it and put the work in as if you are. But you might not. And that's that's really hard to, to th- I mean to take that realization. That's that's tough. It it is if if your end goal is the job, if your end goal is to be the best person that you can be, if your end goal yeah, is to put in the work and prove to yourself that you can do it, uh, which I think is the ultimate measure of maturity, is when you can decide for yourself what your terms of success are. If you can do that and get to that point mentally, it's worth it, even if you never step foot on the field. Wow. Amen. Well. Ron, this is awesome, very philosophical. I want to know why, number one, you went to Carolina. I want to know why, number two, you became an attorney. And and we're going to go pay some bills. Will you stick around for another segment, dog? You know it. All right. Ron Lovelace, and and for some reason we got Patrick McIsaac in the studio. You're listening to At Home with Roby when we return. Hope you're having fun. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back at home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson, who's going to give me a hard time in three, two. I was just going to say, if you didn't catch the first two segments, we're on all the podcast stations you can ever (laughs) find. The At Home with Roby show. We're not only a radio show. Everybody, ooh, that's my phone ringing. Look, spam. It's from Sarasota, Florida. You think I ought to take it? <laughs> you got to. Hi, you're on the At Home with the Roby show. This is Trent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone said they looked up the show on Spotify. You... I just got a. Actually, now that cool. I'm looking at my phone, I just got a text from my boy David Greer that says he's headed towards Charlotte. That's a. That's a blonde thought in my head. <laughs> here, I'll send him a picture. Tell him where you're at. Here, we got him right here. Hold on, one, two, three. And Goodness I'm not gracious. as fast. But he got here. You go. Okay. There we go. Now you're in. What you want? All right, Lovelace. How did you? When was the point you decided to become an attorney? And then I want to know a little bit about what type of attorney you are and all that. And, and why Chapel Hill? How'd you get into Chapel Hill? Let's start down there. Yeah. So I uh, I went to South Point High School, home of the Red Raiders in Belmont, um, and. Uh, had not traveled, had never seen the ocean, had never been to the mountains, had never been south of Columbia or north of Raleigh. So uh, I had really good grades somehow and good test scores. So I had the option to go pretty much where I wanted to go. Um, 
but I couldn't imagine getting on a, a plane for the first time uh, to, get, to go to college. So I was looking in state and uh, I went to a, a Duke visit and didn't love it. I went to a Wake visit, didn't love it. I went to a Carolina visit and they put me up in the Carolina Inn. And I did love it. Uh, and so, for me, it was an easy so decision. So, they were recruiting you. Time out, I was about to say. Did they put you up they at the Carolina? They didn't put me up. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, look, look here, son. Your second year, you're going to live in Morrison again. Got you. <laughs> yeah, you caught me. Yeah, they did. That's it was, pretty cool. Um, so, was, what? Were you a Moorhead scholar? So, I wasn't. to say that I wasn't well-rounded is to say just about the least of it. I didn't play any sports, and I – my cousins would say they didn't hear me speak a word uh, until I've I was always in thought you were a toolbox. Yeah, well, you, there you go. Um, and so, so did everybody else. So, no, I was not a Moorhead. I didn't interview well, and uh, I wasn't well rounded. But they did have the Robertson Scholarship. This was before the current Robertson Scholarship. They gave out one a year. It was based purely on academics. It was for a geek, and that was just tailor made for me. It actually paid more than the Moorhead. So I got that scholarship, and you, know, you while, won the Robinson scholarship. The Robertson scholarship before it was what it is now. They gave out one a year, only one, and it was founded by a guy named Gilchrist Berg, who who manages a hedge fund in Florida. He named it after Julian Robertson, his uh, mentor. And so the highlight of the year Tiger was Tiger funds, exactly right. So Julian would come to campus, and his sister had a had a house uh, in East Campus, I think, and there would be a dinner party with the four scholars and Julian, and Gilchristberg, and their families. Uh, it was like the coolest thing So you ever. got to have dinner with Julian Robertson? Multiple times. It was very cool. He was a very nice guy, um, and always took time and interest in me. I traveled to London one time on a six-week study abroad with Dr. Unks. I didn't know one person when I went, and my best friend on that trip became Alex Robertson, Julian's son. How about that? How about that? Well, you need, it, to, you need to tell Alex that he's got a very grateful... Uh, kid, because without that, I don't know exactly what would have become of me. But that scholarship was great, and it introduced me to tons How of people cool on campus. How cool is that? It was incredible. That's the cool thing about Carolina. You know, they find places for people. I didn't fit in any particular hole. I, I had never worn shorts for the love of God before I went to, to college, and never because well, of that. Always said you can't work in shorts. Well, and well, Beat your I legs didn't. Up. Um, but anyway, so it was the Robertson Scholarship was my ticket. It was great. And so what was it based on? Academics. Pure. How good your grades were. Uh, test scores or how and high you scored. What did you make on the SAT? Pretty good. What? Pretty good. I'm putting you on the spot. I really don't remember. It was not perfect. Oh, it was oh, not perfect. Oh, it was high oh, 15s. High, oh. high 15s. It was high 15s. High 15s? Yeah. I'll tell you this. I made a 1090. Hell yeah. No, I made an 1190. Excuse me. 1190. And I stayed up till 5 o'clock in the morning. I was at Myers Park High School at 7.30 <laughs> taking the test. I made 11.90. I was so happy. I was so excited. And you got in. And I told my dad, I said, I said I'm said i done. And he said, you got to take it one more time. I said, I'm not going to, nothing good's going to come out of me taking it. He said, let's see if you could get, that was when you could trade your math and your and your English Mixed scores, math, yeah. literature, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I stayed up till 5 o'clock in the morning again. I was at Myers Park at 7.30 and... I took it. I made ten more higher on my math. I got twelve hundred. I think that twelve hundred got me made in. Made the difference. Let's God cl- bless Ron Haston. Let's clarify here. <laughs> Let's clarify. You weren't up till five o'clock in the morning studying for the SAT. 
Oh no 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 no! Yeah. no. I was right, I was yeah. working yeah. on my uh, personal skills. Yeah, yeah, your life skills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, yeah. what Ron and I are good. What Ron, you you've evolved very well. You, you poor mouth your personal <laughs> skills, which are pretty daggone good. So you go you go to Carolina. Going into Carolina, did you know what you wanted to do? I was going to be a doctor, and then I took uh, chemistry eleven lab. And I was in a, a room with beakers and Bunsen burners for four hours, and I said, I'm out. You're out. That's it for me. There's no way I could do that. No, I, not, not for another seven years. I can't even smell that smell now. I smell it right this second. It's oh, just, gosh. And COVID, last, I'm long COVID. It, I don't smell anymore, but I smell that beaker and Bunsen burner. <laughs> okay, so 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 you go to Carolina, you, you decide doctorate and thing, then what? Uh, the business school was the thing back then, right? So I, I applied, I got in, huh. um, I graduated a year early. So I was on pace to graduate in three instead of four. Goodness. And with these you're guests. not going to believe this. I was, I was number one in my class in the business school, despite the three instead of four. And so I was like, okay, I can come back for a fourth year and basically take PE for free. You were number one? Yeah. And so I can do that or yeah, I can apply to grad school. So I applied to law school. I said, if I get in, Maybe I'll go. If not, I can come back for another year. So I got in. I got the Chancellor Scholarship, which for my family was huge because I didn't have to. I mean, we had no money. So I, it was a chance for me to go to school and not have debt. Law school. Law school. That's Carolina right. law school. That's right. And so I got that. <laughs> and I said, okay, I guess I'll go to law school. And since I like business and since Charlotte's a banking town, I guess I'll be a banking lawyer. And that's how I ended up at Moore Van Allen as a banking, one of 100 banking attorneys uh, at the firm when I started. And how many B's did you make at Chapel Hill? Uh, zero. Goodness gracious. See, I never knew this about you. I didn't know you were a toolbox. Now you know. <laughs> that is so impressive. Uh, it was it was a lot it was a lot of work. Going back so, to the, so, the start. So of the just show. so you know my story and this is about you, this show. I after my freshman year I had a two six GPA. I was struggling, I gave it all I had. I could not apply to business school because they said if you don't have a three two pound sand. So right? so you went econ. I, yeah, yeah. No, that's the play. The econ. Listen, the hardest class I had at Carolina was econ. Was econ yeah, I love econ. It was, I do it too. Was For awesome. some crazy reason, I understand econ. I do too. Econ and finance just clicked. But you talk, you talk business. Yeah, business and econ are different though. They are. Reagan took business school. She had a three nine seven. I think she made one B in school, and she went to business school. She did not like it. But every day she told me, you would love this class. You would do this for a hobby. Cause yeah, I just kind you of would, think actually, and I think you, you do, actually. You know. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we do for, for a living. That's yeah, right. that's exactly I do it right. for a living. <laughs> it is my hobby. It is your hobby. <laughs> well, i got to pay the bills. I've got to do something. I mean, it's good when your hobby helps pay the bills, right? Well, yeah. It is good. I mean, I think that's good. You find something. What do you say? You do what you love and you never work a day in your life? That's a, that's that's a, statement. a true statement. Jimmy Adams didn't say that one. He though. didn't. So... You, you still live in Belmont? I do. Right you didn't downtown. want to move to big city Charlotte uptown? No, I I couldn't hang with the, the elites over here. I mean, I was, you know, people <laughs> oh. like you, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't he's hang. on the west side. <laughs> yeah. He's on Moorhead over here at WBT. He said that his dad popped 30 years at Radiator Special and so said, cool. son, do not ever stop on Moorhead. That's exactly right. West Moorhead. Do not because he, he knew I worked uptown at the time, and he's like, "Listen, <laughs> if your if your engine light comes on, just go on to work. Just don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop here." Golly, it's amazing. My engine change, light's huh? on on my truck every day. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're good now. It's a different place. I saw a little, I saw a little stand back at the Pumpkin Festival, and I 
I said, man, I need to get my truck inspected. He said, hey, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a wonderful person. He said, oh, yeah, yeah. Jeff Davis. He said, is your engine light still on? He says, he knows he's been doing this for five years. I said, yeah. He said, oh, yeah. Isn't that okay. amazing? That every- I get that fi- I get it fixed for we we'll get him fixed. Everybody <laughs> calls him Jeff Stanback. That's not his last name. I, well, I've always I introduced called him, him to my wife because she's never met him. I thought and he came over and I said, his name's Jeff. I know his last name's not Stanback. And but I'm everybody calls him Jeff His Stanback. name is Jeff Davis. Is it Jeff Davis goes, or Jeff oh, Cottle? Yeah. It's Davis. Cottle's Davis. the window installer. It's Jeff <laughs> Dang, Davis. I feel like learned. such a jerk. He had to correct me. This is a month ago at the Pumpkin Festival. Jeff, I'm sorry. Where apparently Ron Lovelace's family lives in Shelby. Yeah, that's exactly right. Deep Both Shelby. Sides. I mean, Deep, we're going, yeah, we're, going we're going dirty dog. Not Basically, Shelby High School 74 Shelby. ends. Crest, Crest High School Shelby. Crest. Crest yeah. High School. That was a Mega 17. Mm-hmm. South Point wasn't in the Mega 7. Y'all were 3A. We were 4A, big dog. I know. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Lovelace, I don't know what you, what you're plugging here. <laughs> if somebody wants to do a big business transaction, how can they get a hold of you? I'm on the internet. <laughs> the you net. Want, if you want Ron me, you Lovel- can. You want me, you can find me. I'm a, I'm gonna give a comment to this young man. He he's really involved in the trolley project. Hold on. Our cornhole tournament was a couple weeks ago. Since we're past that, we don't have to do the the Make a Wish segment. I, will you stick around for a few minutes on the fourth segment? Of course. All right. Ron Lovelace. Apparently, Patrick McKay is still in the studio. We return your listen to Al with Roby. <laughs> the following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back at home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We I, I'm still here, Patrick. Are you are, still here? I'm going to be here in seven minutes. That's when you called me. I was at 107. No, it was already 7 after, and you said I'll be there immediately, and it took you another 7. We had to start the show 15 minutes late. He did, he did run to the door, though. I did. It he was, was hurrying. We were in there flirting it, with the reception. It was a scurry. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing an Arizona shirt today. I, was, I wanted to get yeah, the wild wildcats. Of that. So I don't like the Wildcats. They always give Carolina a fit For in sure. basketball. 97. Every time I think about Arizona Wildcats. Bibby. Bibby's a Bibby's good. Right. I think in that movie, Speed. Y'all remember Speed. that movie with Keanu Reeves? Where he kept, call, kept, kept calling her him Wildcat. I guess he had a wild Arizona tattoo. Or I something know a little him. young man named Wildcat. Who's that? He works over there at Bushy's office. Wildcat John. Oh, that's a good nickname. If that someone's calling you Wildcat, you're doing something yes. right. I mean, that's kind of like that's kind of like a big guy they call Tiny. No, it's not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so Ron, you're you're a civic leader now since you found yes. success in life. Tell us how. You, you, what you doing with this trolley in Belmont? Yeah, so uh, Rob Presley, to go back again to him. Uh, Shout his, out number four. Yes, uh, he and his family were instrumental in the development of South End, which you probably know. And he always uh, tells a story and credits a great deal uh, the fact that they had a trolley they would run along the, the tracks there next to the Atherton Mill where they were trying to redevelop it, drew a lot of visitors, drew a lot of uh, economic development. Time out. We yep. just had lunch at, at Legion across the street. Phil Bushy owns Legion. He owns the Trolley Barn, which is the old uh, – it's the Trolley Barn. Yeah, yeah, over there up in South, South End. Correct. That's one of the Legion's flagship properties. Okay, keep going. So uh, Rob and uh, another guy from Belmont approached me a few years ago. It's been seven years now. It's been a long time. Oh, wow. And said, hey, we've, we've got this idea. We want to run a trolley on some old abandoned tracks in Belmont. Belmont was a mill town. 
and the tracks connected Belmont to Mount Holly and Mount Holly to Gastonia and so on. Yeah, yeah. And so the idea was, you know, if you've ever been to Spencer, the transportation museum up there, people flock no, to that. Uh-uh. You know, okay. they're, they're always looking for an excuse to take their kids and ride the train. And so my thought is, well, gosh, if we had something like that so close to Charlotte and Belmont with, with a great downtown and restaurants and a park, it'd be a great economic driver. It would help us link Belmont Abbey College to downtown and maybe some of the other communities as well oh, cool. uh, to Belmont. And so this is something I can get behind. So, yeah. So in your trolley barn that y'all are going to build, I think you need to raise another million and a half dollars. That's right. Where do they make donations to? BelmontTrolley.org. 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 So, so in, this, in this barn, when people come to visit and ride the trolley, are you going to have a museum of sorts? We are. Yeah, so education is a huge component of what we're doing, teaching about the history of Belmont. You know, we've also partnered with the uh, doctoral program at UNCC, their engineering department. They're one of, I think, two universities in the country or maybe the world working on clean energy for trains. And so they are working on our battery-powered cart that's going to run our trolleys. Uh, so we're going to have uh, education about that as well for the museum. I mean, I know education is very important. If you let these people know you made a 1600 on a SAT, they might not come. <laughs> <laughs> they might be intimidated by what no, the, Belmont's offering. This is so cool. I didn't. I, this is. A, I mean, I mean I, we could do a whole show on the Belmont trolley. I mean, that, that what y'all are doing that's that's remarkable. We've got three historic co- trolley cars, including car 85, which the Charlotte Historic Landmarks Commission. Uh, sent over uh, to Belmont for us to run it, oh, and man. so they're sitting in the City Works building. So come by and take a look anytime. We need to do a history of Belmont show. Wow, I think you got the guy. I think we got the guy. Let's do it. And what house do you live in? The Lineberger House, right as you come into town. He's got a green terracotta roof, yellow brick. Yeah, yeah, beautiful house. Thank you. The one house I told you at lunch today. I live on my beside where I grew up, so my whole forty-four years. Is between these two lots and and my wife loves all about the river and bright road but she always said before i ever met you if there was ever one place that we would live if it wasn't on bright road in our house it would be in your house <laughs> i don't know if that's creepy well no well you'd be the person to live but there on Main because Street. It's, it's it's been a labor of love a ton of work yeah. has been done to it and to be honest with you you guys are the only ones that I would trust to touch it, uh, and so if anybody else oh, wow, is going to live you. there, Thanks it would be it would be you guys. <laughs> so that's great. I really appreciate you saying that. Um, well, that's true. I've had people come in, including prominent roofers in Charlotte yeah. that I won't name, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that didn't do a great job, and you guys were yeah. around the project enough that you felt like your name was on it, and you said, "We'll we'll own it. We'll fix it." When they wouldn't, and so no, it, it takes that kind of attitude and dedication to your craft uh, to make it work. So I think if anybody else is going to live there, it, it would have to be somebody like yourself, and there's not many running around. Well, maybe I can get you down to the river. Good business lesson, hey, too. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll come. I can't swim, <clears throat> by the way, but I'll, I'll come to the we river. I've got, got floaties. got floats, yeah. yeah. But, but you, had a, you had a tremendous business lesson right there is own it. Yes. Just own it. I mean, it's, it's crazy how many, you know, in all kinds of of business, you I'm see telling this. you, this is one of the premier rivers in Charlotte that was so uh, concerned with CYA. And yeah. so concerned with the small bill that it might cost them to fix it because of the mistake that had been made. And you guys took the bigger view. And it was actually one of your more, I mean, not somebody as seasoned as Trent, who He's was there as a young guy. And he said, Nobody. And he said, <laughs> you know what? We're going to do it because that's how we roll. And I'll never forget it. And that's why nobody will ever touch the house again. That's awesome. Amen. Man, I got chill bumps wow. on that. What a great show, Ron. And and I, I was going to say this earlier. I know TJ's looking at his watch. 
but <laughs> I, when I tell Reagan we need to hang out with so and so and somebody she's never met, she's like, oh gosh, another person. And 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 truly, I've told her about you, and she's excited about us hanging out. So I look forward to it. Got to do it. Hi, right. yeah. Patrick. Thanks for being here. I was seven minutes late. Ron Lovelace, <laughs> you listening to At Home with Roby? Listen to this. Go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Smile today is Sunday. Have a good day. Bye-bye.